Hey, happy Tuesday and uh, happy Thanksgiving from here at the uh, Coaching Minds podcast um, from the Mental Training Plan. As you know, this season we've been giving you guys the tools for greatness, uh, whether it's at work, whether it's athletics, at home, being a parent, whatever it may be. Now, this season is for those of you that are wanting to be great. Uh, here in Indiana, it is the state championships uh, for football. Uh, so today, that's what we're covering. We have some great stuff for us. Ready to get after it, Benny. This season is sponsored by ProX. ProX is the premier multi-sport training destination in the Midwest that hosts sports performance, sports rehab, and physical therapy, as well as sports-specific instruction programming for baseball, softball, football, golf, and more. ProX puts everything an athlete needs under one roof, just like the pros. Welcome to the Coaching Minds Podcast. Helping you overcome obstacles so you can reach and achieve more. Here are your hosts, Ben and C. All right, Ben, when it comes to pressure situations, what are the tools uh, that we can use? What What's some stuff we got? So the, the first one, heading into a pressure situation, if I'm a coach, I want to make sure that my guys are clear on what they should be focusing on and what they should not be focusing on. Because if all of a sudden you're used to playing at high school football stadiums and you're at Lucas Oil Stadium, that's going to be very different. Uh, you're going to be probably, arguably playing the best team that you've faced this season. Um, it's good. Your routine is potentially going to be different because instead of just this is a home game or this is an away game, you know, maybe you're now playing at that professional stadium and you've got to wait for the game in front of you to finish. Or maybe this is a, maybe this is a big tournament at the end of basketball season and you've got, it's just different. It throws off your routine, what you're able to do, the location that you're at, just making sure that we're focused on the process making sure that we're focused on the things that we can control, making sure that we're focused on the things that matter right now um, and not focusing on that outcome and not getting distracted by all the celebrations, all the social media, all the people around us telling us, hey, you're awesome. You're great. You guys are so good. You're going to win this thing. You've got this game. Let's focus on the process. Let's make sure that we're focused on what's important now and what we can control and we take the next step and we we address what is next. And that fits in, you know, you mentioned the positives there. Um but the, on the other side of it like, man, we're going against this team and they're, you know, everybody's talking real highly of them. They have this guy going to this place, you know, whatever it may be. Again, it's just control what you can focus on, right? And that that's the main thing. That doesn't matter. Uh, what can you control? Right. And so just like at the beginning of the season, we always do a focus cycle activity with our guys where we write down, here's what my brain might be focused on, or here's what I might be distracted by. And here's what I'm going to be intentional about focusing about. I don't think it's a bad idea heading into some huge tournament like this or a state championship like this or a national championship to just sort of, just sort of realign and just sort of either a talk through what some of those things are going to be or B, have them actually just write it out again. All right, and the second piece of our focus cycle, which I think is is probably the, the most important one and the one we can control the most, which is controlling your self-talk. Yep, and so 
I, I'm obviously a big fan of the go-to statement because I've done it and I've used it and it was great and it was incredibly powerful for me. But whether that's the, you know, the go-to statement that we talked about all the way back in season one, controlling your mind and body. I think that was like episode two. It's the, the most listened to podcast that we've ever had where we kind of went through. Here's how you would come up with your go-to statement. Um, what, whether it's, that statement or whether it's just some little keyword that you have, like what's next, next play, next shot, next, you know, whatever for your sport, just having something planned out ahead of time. Here's how I'm going to control my mind. Here's how I'm going to control my body. Here's how I'm going to focus on what's important. Here's, here's what I need to remind myself of, um, you know, whether that's like a little motivational thing, an inspirational thing, a redirecting focus thing, whatever it is that you need in those pressure situations, having a plan ahead of time. Which then brings us into uh, the next step of our focus cycle with these pressure situations, which is controlling your body. And if I'm a head coach, I'm going to gather my team and I'm going to have them take a deep breath collectively. Urban Meyer was saying before the Ohio State IU game this past week, this is the moment where you need a big hyped up speech to get these guys going for Ohio State. He said, you know, before the Big Ten championship game or before the national championship game, you don't need to give some big motivational speech. Your guys are already amped up, which I would I would even take that as a head coach. You know, if you're coaching high school guys and you got freshmen, I mean, you got 14-year-olds that are going out against 18, 19-year-old men or, or women on the on the court or on the field or whatever, I am going to slow down their heart rates and I am going to have them take a deep breath. You know, obviously you got to know your team, you got to know what they need, but just that's something to keep in mind. Um, the forced muscular relaxation where we're tightening up our hands or we're tightening up our shoulders. <sighs> And then we're exhaling and we're releasing that, you know, it's, it's not a bad idea to sort of just give the, give your team that reminder or just talk about it at some point in the week, but make sure they've got a plan for controlling their body. So it can be hard, uh, depending on the size of your team, uh, the different guys you have on your scout team, you can't really practice, um, those, those pressure situations and, and you can to a point, but uh, not 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 perfectly. So, what are some things that you can do as a coach or a player to um, really prepare yourself for those big time situations? Because uh, you know, practice, you, you're not going to have fans in the stands screaming and yelling at you. Sure. You're not truly going to yeah. have that pressure. And you're not going to have that pregame video on the jumbotron, right? Or, right yeah, all that. Um, any anybody who says a you know, like a state championship game or a national championship game or some huge golf tournament. Anybody who says that, hey, this is just like any other time out on the field or on the course, that's, that's a lie. That's not true. And if you think that, there's probably a chance that maybe you either A, didn't experience it, or B, you were just like some unicorn that wasn't affected by pressure situations. But I mean, at the end of the day, I can guarantee you most of the players on your team are feeling the effects of this. And so two ways that we can really practice it. Number one, have them visualize it ahead of time. And remember, when we're visualizing, just like some dreams are more realistic than others when we wake up, some visualization is more realistic and more impactful than others. We want to use all five senses. It gets multiple parts of the brain kind of involved, um, and it makes it more realistic. 
you want to watch yourself doing it kind of like from the third person, almost like you're watching a highlight video of yourself, but then you also want to see yourself doing it kind of like what it's actually going to be as you are out there on the field and as you are actually out there playing what you're going to be able to see with your own eyes. You want to get as much detail in as you can. You know, what's the stadium going to look like or what's the course going to look like or the arena going to look like. And remember with visualization that short and more frequent is better than trying to have some big, long 30-minute visualization session. You know, shooting for 10 minutes a pop is probably kind of the, the max that I would even start with with high schoolers, probably even shorter than that. But just trying to encourage them to visualize and practice once I'm in the, once I'm in this big pressure situation, how am I going to control my mind? What am I going to say to myself? How am I going to control my body with my breathing and all of that? And then I think the second part is to actually practice them in person. So whether that's, you know, the, the free throw example where if you miss this free throw, then we have to go do extra sprints or we're going to see how many we can make in a row or, you know, the, a girl's golf team that, they would line up. There were the top five girls all had to make a one foot, a three foot and a five foot putt right after each other um, before the end of practice every day. And if you missed any of those, you had to go back to the very beginning, which, you know, when you get to that fifth girl making that last five foot putt, there's there's a little bit more pressure on that than just some normal practice putt. Um, and then, you know, the, the example that when Nick Ferrer was on and we talked about just how difficult we tried to make it for him, um, with, with what he was able to focus on. So that meant during seven on seven, we were throwing dodgeballs at his face. We had people standing in front of him with their hands up. We had people screaming. We had music blaring. Is that exactly replicating? high pressure situations? No, certainly not. But is it forcing him to deal with a weird, new, uncomfortable situation? Yes, absolutely. Is it forcing him to be kind of dialed in with his focus and have laser sharp focus on the task at hand and not be distracted by all this outside stuff? Yes, absolutely. And so doing those high pressure situation type things in practice um, is is really important in my opinion. If the, if the, if the, only time your guys have had to play or the only time your girls have had to perform under pressure is in those big time moments. I don't think we've done our job completely as coaches. All right. So our final one uh, for today is sometimes you win and sometimes you learn talking after the pressure situations over after the game is over. If I'm an individual, as soon as this big time pressure situation is over, I'm going straight to my notebook and I'm writing stuff down. I'm writing down, I was either prepared mentally or I was not. I was prepared physically or I was not. I, I wish that I could have done this or I wish that I would have done that or I'm glad that I took care of this. And and I would just, as many details as I could remember, I would write them down. And, you know, with, with tournament golfers, I think this is incredibly important because you only get so many, tournament golf is just different than regular golf. And if in those moments, right after those big time competitions, you're not writing down what went well and what didn't go well. I don't think you're really going to be able to necessarily come up with, well, how do I need to prepare better next time and what needs to change next time? And, you know, obviously this is, this is a little different 
at the end of a high pressure situation in practice versus a high pressure situation at the end of the season. Um, you know, at, at the end of a practice, if we were just running a two minute drill and we were yelling and screaming and we were creating chaos and the guys did an awesome job of staying dialed in and staying focused. I'm going to point that out and I'm going to say we applied pressure and we made the situation uncomfortable and you guys did awesome. And then point out, you know, maybe this person was saying the right things and lifting up their teammates. Self-talk was great. Um, this, you know, this person I saw pick somebody else up, put their arm around and say, Hey, we got this. Let's keep going. Um, and just point out what were the things that went well or the other way, what didn't go so well. Um, and just, you know, point, not only pointing those out, but then having a plan for what are we going to do next time to make sure it's a little bit better. Um, and this actually kind of, we're going to, we're going to stop it here because the next podcast episode is, is literally going to be entitled. My season is over now. What? Um, and so after this pressure situation, what do we need to do next and how do we need to kind of take that next step to prepare for the upcoming season? So that'll be, uh, that'll be next Tuesdays. And for all you athletes that are uh, playing this season in the Indiana high school football state championships, best of luck to you guys. Uh, go out there and be great. If you'd like some additional help uh, on this topic, just let us know. Reach out to us at mentaltrainingplan.com or on social media at mentaltrplan. Uh, we wish all of you a happy Thanksgiving, and we appreciate all of uh, our listeners and the questions you guys send in that we can address. And uh, until next time, don't settle for average. Make your plan and put it to work.